Good evening, cruisers. You are tuned in to the Cruising on the Cutting Edge show, hosted by yours truly, me, Wellington Froelich, your expert driver for rides through our country's scenic technological campuses. Ladies and gentlemen, cruisers, thank you so much for listening to the show and helping it grow. Your shares, your feedback, all of it is fuel for the next ride in more ways imagine. On that note, I have some updates for the show that I would like to share with you all. Uh, We've grown quite a bit in the last month. I have been able to accumulate enough listeners to qualify for ads through Anchor. I'm thrilled by this progress. Absolutely ecstatic because it means a few things. So the first is that I'll be able to afford a few key items to help me produce the show, including access to journals and other other online resources. I'll also be making some swag for the show and I've had the idea of approaching local businesses like I don't know, I was thinking a furniture store or a donut shop to set up a booth for the show and spread the word of mouth for the show via uh, that sort of exchange and, and have you know some swag out on the table as well. Um, in exchange for men- mentioning them and the product or services on my show. I'm sort of a boots-on-the-ground kind of guy like that. I enjoy that. Um, it's from my popcorn-selling days as a Boy Scout. So if you know of any places that might like to work together, that would be great. Let me know. The last reason that ads make me happy is because it means y'all like the show. Or maybe not so much, but at least you don't hear enough to tell me so. So... I want to give a huge shout out to my uh, boss, who I hope to have on the show soon, uh, but who also uh, thought the show was off to a good start. That's coming from a pretty technical guy with probably 10 PhDs. The other fun fact is that I can see where you, my listeners, are tuning in from as you tune in and how much you drool when sleeping during the show. No, but <laughs> but really, I, I have some basic uh, geographical information, which is very, very interesting, I must say. There are cruisers, of course, all over the country. Um, surprisingly, places I have never been to, though, for longer than a few hours, like Minnesota. So that was fun to see uh, recently. And then, get this, there's someone from Hesse, Deutschland. Uh, Germany. So, you know what that means, cruisers. We really do drive in boat cars on this show. Shout out to the cruiser from Hesse. Thanks a ton uh, for that. I I was absolutely uh, excited to see that it had spread over there already. (laughs) Uh, So, okay, folks. We're fueled up for this show. That parking brake is still engaged because... Um, I have two little things to say, which is one, sign up for Reddit and join the r slash cruising without a G, like the show, cruising without a G, and look at what uh, Dave and I post, uh, are posting daily. There's some really incredible articles, ideas, in companies we're finding, like potential breakthrough cure for type 1 diabetes, hovercraft, etc. Last thing, I'm on the hunt for a colorful creative type to 
collab on a logo slash sticker swag. I will pay. Uh, that needs to be mentioned. And with that, let's recline into those leather row bench seats and get ready for the drive from our last stop in New Orleans to go west on over to sunny California this week, where I'm currently speaking to you from. So, cruisers, this week's topic of discussion is a mix of subjects, as is often the case nowadays. In the blustery bay that splashes up against San Francisco and many other cities, in the hectic halls where one can find students sleepwalking, in the hallways reciting equations and drawing free body diagrams in the air with their fingers, the realms of optics and material science collide under the guidance of UC Berkeley chemistry professor Omar Yagi to harvest water from thin dry desert air very exciting so first let's crank our wheel down theory lane then stop over by hardware and testing square and as usual follow up with the traffic jammed full of ideas on ramp to the future the broader research that this particular ride falls under is a new type of material called MOF, which stands for Metal Organic Framework. Because this type of material has been described as the plastic of the 21st century in terms of its potential importance, which is why I like to call them moftics instead of just MOF. It's kind of boring, so moftics. People will probably argue with me about re recharacterizing this material, but I, I, I feel the need. So let's explore exactly what these newfangled resources mean. Metal organic framework is a crystalline structure, meaning the molecular pattern is repeated in all directions, uh, which is different than plastic, which is sort of just in one direction. The pattern includes a set of metallic atoms bound by an organic molecule in between. So imagine an, an aluminum molecule binding to a carbon molecule uh, in a sort of a structure, carbon being an essentially an essential component in all organic life, uh, for example, and aluminum being, you know, widely used metal for chopping through with your hands. Yeah. The advantage of this is that folks like Omar Yagi, really the pioneer in moftics at his molecular foundry lab at Berkeley, at least as I understand it, as I understand him being, can cre- uh, the, the, the advantage of this is that um, people like Omar, uh, Professor Yagi, can create an extremely porous material. In a, vid- a video interview that I watched, he notes that one type of MOF his team developed was so porous one could take a gram of it and cover a whole football field. And the next question is, how do they get an organic molecule to bind to an inorganic one? And what's the point? Well, these porous materials actually have the ability to attract different types of molecules into those pores, thanks to their chemical and structural natures 
whether that be a, a magnetic attraction, something that is sometimes referred to as a dipole, dipole attraction or something, um, or along those lines, or whether it's a thermal one or something else. Swing on by hardware and testing square. In a paper titled Evolution of Water Structures in Metal Organic Frameworks for Improved Atmospheric Water Harvesting, that was published this past October, the exact manufacturing process is described of how they create this moftic. Synthesize their moftic, the researchers play games with swapping electrons around from molecule to molecule until they reach a stable point and a stable structure. To do this, they added their organic compound, uh, compound called 2COM4-fredicarboxylic acid, H2FDC, and uh, their metallic compound, ALC3 or aluminum chloride, and heated it up cooled it down, stirred in some other ingredients, dried it in a vacuum, and then heated it once more to produce the final pure product, which they call MOF-303. Side note, this is part of the reason why Moptics isn't a household name like plastics yet. The issue of manufacturing MOFs is something researchers are rapidly trying to solve while also finding niche applications for them and that takes time and and a lot of engineering effort so now back to the final product the researchers then use several very very interesting optics and imaging techniques to learn how the pores in between the mf mof 303 compound were filled in another paper released in 2018 titled practical water production from desert air, really cool, pretty simple to understand. MOF 801, an older version, which used zinc rather than aluminum and had less holding capacity for water, was tested in the Arizona desert and collected water throughout the desert night and deposited deposited it in the form of condensation on the tank wall that it was situated in, the MOF 801 that is, um, when it was heated by the sun day. So you're probably wondering if I've forgotten about I've forgotten to mention the whole optics part that is going on in this ongoing research. I did mention that it included uh, something like that. So to to learn how MOF 303 improved on MOF 801 and to continue to refine MOF 303 even better, the researchers have looked deep into its structure to see how and where the water deposits. The issue they face is that the water molecules want to stay once they have found a nice cozy pore to settle in. And it fills it nicely and uh, this prevents others from moving into town, so to say. The To, to begin understanding to understand how this flow or lack thereof works, the scientists use something called single crystal X-ray diffraction. It's just like it sounds. They use a crystal, a single crystal 
and they diffract uh they send a a, a laser through it which spreads it um that uh, spreads it and and so forth um to map the structure in 3d so a little hi history lesson for you this this method was first pioneered by uh, the Braggs family a father-son team who won a Nobel Prize for it in 1915 quite a over a century ago so the way it works is by sending a laser like I said through a crystal which spreads the light onto the sample the sample reflects that ray in different intensities depending on the molecule inside in the molecules inside of it that reflect that ray it's much like sending out a survey where one person creates the questions that gets sent to your company's spamming machine and all the results are collected back in the HR department and provide a 360 degree view of the company and everyone inside of it so it's a very neat testing device solution uh, and they use they use this information to control the organic links the organic parts of the MOFs the moptics and thus the water harvesting properties. So now folks, to wrap this one up, let's take a smooth turn back onto the on-ramp to the future. Though I expect we'll be seeing lots more of this down the road, including a few Nobel Prizes for this work. The tipping point is is nigh, as some of the big journals say. The time for Moptics, Teflon, non-stick pan moment is very soon. Teflon being the point at which a plastic became huge, at which plastics became huge, when uh, um, a French couple experimented with it on pots and pans, and then sold it on shelves to masses. To me, the first thing I thought of was a still suit, something the Freeman in the Dune Chronicles engineered to survive in the harsh, harsh desert of Arrakis. It can absorb, retain, and recycle all water that your body uses, something our spacesuits can currently do as well to an extent. But then adding something like MF MOF 303 uh, in, a, in, a, in a film or a skin on the outside of it would bring it up a notch to be able to collect droplets uh, adding the ability to collect droplets from the really low humidity outside the uh, outside the suit uh, current applications of some optics include gas storage and um, I'm blanking gas storage Moptics are the uh, sort of the holy grail, though, for chemists because they're like Legos. You can just assemble it, and it will likely have a new application. It's assemble different molecules, that is. DARPA, the Defense Agency, uh, the DOD's research arm, foresees this helping soldiers in dry combat zones survive those harsh conditions when, say, a resupply is too dangerous. Of course, moftics can and may can and may catch gases other than water, like air or noxious or polluting types too, opening up a whole new realm of ideas for both benevolent and malign purposes. Scientific American 
in an article suggested the idea of soundproofing paint made of uh, moftic and even in, and even um, something in uh, called uh, or something in in the, in the industry of fuel tanks as well. Uh, one idea I had specifically was the use of moftics in security fences. If someone attempts to climb a fence they are not supposed to, the heat and pressure of their hands, say as they are climbing up, can release a laughing gas or something along those lines to prevent them from climbing any further. Another application might be wound clotting. Band-aid no longer. Now you have something... Now you have a metal band. Sounds cool to me. <laughs> of course, there are some amazing space applications as well that I'll, I'll let you ponder as well. So what what else can you imagine a, a using a porous material for? Something that's improving on something you might know already. Perhaps. So folks, I hope you like this episode on Moftix, the future material genre, bronze genre really, of the 21st century. They say there's 20,000 or so out there already. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm still waiting for the first one. It's really easy to do. And don't forget about the Reddit channel. Post all the links I found here um, in the, that I mentioned in this show there. Also, looking for working with local companies in the LA area to do a, sort of a tit for tat. And with that, have a great week, everyone. Feedback is fuel, and we will be back in the bucket seats next week. And my song recommendation for this show is Radioactive by Kings of Leon. 